Hey, what's up, family? It's Coach Josh, and I have another daily play for you, and this daily play is very impactful. I've been getting a lot of questions from you guys and gals about what a person must do in their singleness. So many of them that I don't even have time to really post them all, but I, but I, after spending time with God yesterday, he gave me um, seven tests, or as I was brainstorming with him, I came up with him uh, seven tests that every single person must pass before they get married. But before we get into it, let's get to my main thought. But before I do that, make sure you like, you subscribe, you comment, and make sure you go to my website, imunplugged.com forward slash worksheet. And you there can be able to download today's worksheet. I have a lot of uh, good activity questions for you to process through um, to grade yourself in each of these tests. But let's get right to the main thought, and we're going to continue into our main points. The main thought is, in order to taste the next level, you must pass the test on this level. In order to taste the next level, to take part in the next level, you must pass the test of this level. It doesn't matter what you endeavor to have or achieve in life. If you do not pass the test on this level, you will not be proven enough to be able to manage the next. But let's get right into the problem because we're going to get to these seven tests and really break them down efficiently. The problem, many singles are looking for honors rewards with low grades. Many singles are looking for honors rewards with low grades. They want a platform without first being proven. Many singles right now are looking for platforms without first being proven. You have to go through tests. The Bible says, count it all joy when you go through various trials, knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when patience has had a perfect work, you will be whole, complete, lacking in nothing. And that's important for you to process, that I'm going to have to go through various different types of trials, trials from different angles, trials to ensure that I'm prepared. Because because in doing so, my faith will be tested. If my faith is not tested, then my faith can't be trusted, which would then produce the work of patience that would then prepare me and prove me as a person ready for the platform that God has for me. That's why it's very important that you as a single do not desire a level without embracing the test of this level. It says many singles are looking for honors, rewards. They're looking for marriage. They're looking to be rewarded uh, 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 marriage. They're looking to be rewarded um, opportunities, but they have low grades. What is your grades on this level? Do you really deserve the next level? We're not talking about deserving in regards to perfection, but we are saying, are you practicing habits that will prove you trustworthy and able and responsible to manage that next level? Let's keep going. It says they want a platform without first being proven. God has to prune us so that we can be proven to be stewards over the next level. Let's keep going. You must be whole to hold. In order to hold the next level, you have to be whole in this level. How you hold this level will determine your handling in the next level. See, many individuals are are so distracted by marriage that they're not being productive in their singleness. The present is a gift. Make sure that you unwrap it. Every day in your single life is a blessing. Singleness is not a low class or low level um, platform or place. Then marriage, they are equally beautiful in their own right. And you have to embrace that fact. And knowing that your singleness right now is giving giving you the opportunity to be pruned, to be prepared, and to be positioned to be effective in the next level. 
You must be whole to hold. In order to hold anything, you have to be whole yourself holistically. How are your emotions? How is your mind? How is your uh, uh, life? How is your health? Why are you going to endeavor to hold or try to hold up your part of a marriage when you know for a fact that you didn't even really maximize your own singleness? The next point, because I have a lot of points I want to get to. God will not give you anything. Hear me closely. God will not give you anything beyond his or your integrity level. Please understand that. God will not give you anything beyond his or your integrity level. God doesn't mind holding you back a grade. Unfortunately, uh, 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 like most school systems, they pass kids through despite their grades. But when it comes to God, God will keep you in the third grade of your sanctification. He'll keep you in the second grade. He'll keep you in the fourth grade until you pass the test because he is not going to give you anything that's going to make his name look bad. God is not going to give you a man of God when you're not prepared as a woman. God is not going to give you a woman of God or a position or a platform or a place of stewardship if you haven't been pruned and prepared. That's why I important for you to process your life and ask yourself, am I even ready? Am I even uh, engaging in the, in the test of my singleness so that I can endeavor to be my best when I'm married or when I'm in ministry or when I have money in my life? Like I said in the previous video, you're going to be single all the days of your life. And what I mean by single, you're going to be an individual your whole life. So make sure you pass the test in this phase of your singleness. Because when you get married, you're still your own individual. So if you're not whole now, you're not going to be able to hold anything up in a marriage. It says God will not give you anything beyond his integrity level or yours. If you if you suck in integrity, if your name is not good, God is not going to give you someone with a good name. He's not going to give you anything because he knows your name is not more precious to you than gold. God said our good name is to rather to be chosen than great riches because a good name gets you riches and a good name will have you keep the riches. But so many people want the gold and the silver, but they bypass their last name or bypass their name in general. You have to understand that God is observing your ability to manage. God is observing your integrity, integrity level. And God is not going to do anything beyond his name. His name is on that. His name is in you. He wants to make sure that he continues to mold his likeness in you so that you would be able to handle those things as if he would handle it if he was inside of you. God will not give you anything beyond his or your integrity level. God doesn't mind holding you back a grade. Could you be single right now because you're not passing the test? Could it be that you're single right now because you're distracted by the idea of life that you desire to have? Right now, you got to focus on now. Right now, God is utilizing your environment to prune you, to position you, to prepare you for a purpose. Now, seven tests, singles must pass well before they get married. There are seven tests singles must pass well before getting married. Let's get to the first one, the positions test. The positions test. The positions test is God's position in your life and your life position in God. In order to be prepared for marriage, in order to be prepared for any level that you aspire to have beyond this phase of your singleness, you have to make sure that God is positioned in his rightful place. Is God in his rightful place in your life? Is God number one in your life? Is God at the center of everything in your life? The reason why many of us do not want God in our lives because we still want to be God in that area of our lives. And we know that if we allow the light to be shine in that area, darkness can no longer live. Many 
many of us don't mind God being first, quote unquote, but we don't want him at the center of our private life. We don't mind him being the center of our Instagram life, the center of our Facebook life, giving off a false image that we are follower of God, but privately we don't follow him. You got to look at your life and say, do I really have God position number one in my life, position at the center of my life? Am I circling him or am I trying to force him when I can in my life? God must be positioned in your life. If not, you're going to make a marriage an idol. You're going to make ministry an idol. You're going to make money an idol. You're going to make anything that's within the manageable category an idol. Therefore, you have to say, God, I endeavor through the help of your Holy Spirit to position you as number one in my life and to welcome you in the center of everything. I welcome you in this area of my life. I welcome you in my career. I welcome you in my job. I welcome you in my singleness. I welcome you in my finance. I welcome you in every area because when you're in the center, by you being the most uh, uh, powerful source uh, uh, force in, in all of existence, you will bring those areas to life. Do not be afraid to position God where he desires or deserves to be. Now, number two, it says, and your life position in God. Before you endeavor to go to the next phase of your life, you must pass the test of who am I in him? Not only must God be positioning our life accurately, but we must be accurately aware of who we are in him, that we are sons and daughters of God. When you know that you're a daughter of God, you won't welcome any pursuit of any man. When you know that you're a son of God, you won't entertain anything that does not go and compare to your purpose. When you know you're a daughter of God, you won't entertain things that God will not entertain. When you know who you are in him, you don't entertain them. You don't entertain anything that's below him. Therefore, when he is rightfully positioned in your life and you are completely aware of what Jesus has bought for you to be positioned in his life, then man, young man, young woman, you you getting yourself ready for marriage because in marriage, you need to know that. That you that God is your source in your ministry, wherever you are, God is your source. If you don't pass that test now, you'll think you're your source. Number two, the perspectives test. The perspectives test. The perspective test is developing an established biblical worldview. One of the tests you must pass before you go to the next phase of your life, whether it be marriage or whatever, is making sure that you have established a biblical worldview, that you have welcomed the Holy Spirit to renew your mind, that you have allowed him to um, show you how to think and how to perceive things and how to discern. The perspective test is key because if you don't have a biblical worldview about marriage, you will not make it in marriage. You don't have a biblical worldview about money or anything that God desires for man and woman to manage properly. You're going to improperly manage those things. You have to have a biblical worldview about every phase of life. If not, those areas will fade in your life. And those things won't even make it into your life. So you have to pass the perspectives test. God, do I accurately know how you desire for me to view marriage? If not, don't even think about marriage. Don't even think about the idea of it. Prepare. Get into God's word and allow the word of God um, to mold your mind in the framework that's able to perceive accurately the purpose of a thing. God is the original holy of the purpose of things. Therefore, you must trust his vantage point because whoever seeks the highest sees the furthest. Right now in your vantage point, you don't see much of your life. You can't even see tomorrow. So why trust your limited view when you can trust God's unlimited view and his unlimited view will teach you how to view from his vantage point and help you pass the perspectives test. The third test, number seven, I mean, number three is the peculiar test. The peculiar test. The peculiar test is embracing who God has made you to be. It makes no sense 
um, to get married if you don't know who you are. Many people are looking to find themselves in someone else. You have to find yourself in God. God is where you really are. See, when we came out of the womb, we didn't know who we was. But when the goodness of God has drawn us to repentance and our minds have been awakened to the fact of who we are, then we become aware of how fearfully and wonderfully made we are. The Bible says you are fearfully made, meaning you was made with a, with unique reverence, that God took his time with you, that he placed certain specific gifts inside of you to blossom. He made you wonderfully, meaning he made you uniquely different than anybody else. It is, it is uh, offensive to be a copy of someone else. It offends God for us to be like somebody else. God wants us to be who he has created us to be, right? And so you have to make sure you pass the peculiar test. Have I really found me? Do I know who I am in him? Do I know my purpose? Am I peculiar? Am I unique enough to be able to match the one that God has uniquely tailored to me? If not, that person won't be able to find you. You won't be able to find that person because you are a copy of somebody else who has already found their person. So you got to ask yourself, have I passed the peculiar test? The fourth test is the purpose test. The purpose test is being very clear on what you are here to do. Knowing your purpose will make knowing your person and your product and your pieces easier. The purpose test is being very clear, not clouded, kind of short. No, you got to be very clear. I was very clear who I was, very clear to at the level that I could at that moment. Now, as you continue to grow in God, you become clearer as who you are. The path of the righteous grows brighter and brighter into the coming day, of course. But when I'm talking about at the foundational point, I was very clear of who I am, who I, what I was supposed to do, uh, whether whether it was manifesting, I was very clear. If not, you're going to be going into a relationship clouded. You're going to be going into another season clouded because you can go beyond God's limit. Many people are in their quote unquote purpose ahead of God and that thing sabotages them. But what I'm trying to advise you is you got to say, God, what am I here to do? What exactly do you have for me to do here? Because knowing your purpose will make knowing your person easier. So when you see the person, it will waken something inside of you. Like uh, John the Baptist's mom and Mary was in the same room that John the Baptist, uh, uh, the, uh, the babe and Rebecca, I believe was her name, leaped because there was a presence of Christ there. You see what I'm saying? So when a person comes, something in you should leap. Not your emotion, be something, it should be the Holy Spirit leaping because he has found the, the counterpart for who he, for who you need in, in as far as your life. God knows when it's time to give you your person, but God is not going to allow you to have your person until you fulfill the assignment of your single years. God did not give Adam Eve until he finished naming the animals. It was after he finished the assignment of his single years that God sent him the person that he has for him. But notice when God sent her, he sent her when he was at rest. If you're restless, God will not send you his best. You know what I'm saying? God will not see you as best if you have yet to rest in him. So the real question is, have you finished or passed well and honors the purpose test? The fifth test is the problems test. The problems test is how well do you problem solve and resist temptations? How do you handle problems? Do you get uh, beside yourself? Did you get, do you get upset? Do you get in your feelings? 
When problems occur, the Bible says count it all joy. The reason why many of us are not able to add to our lives because we don't know spiritual mathematics. You got to be able to know how to count spiritually. You got to count it all joy because anything that may not be joyful is sent there um, to, to test you, to prove you, to prepare you. So no matter what various trials you find yourself in at the moment, you know that trial is there to make you able to be versatile. Various trials help you to be versatile but i need different various trials so the one i'm in unique environments and unique places i'm able to be versatile you can even be versatile in a singular thing is that see what i'm saying so the goal is god make me as versatile as you see me to be in order to be versatile he has to send various trials and therefore if you don't if you don't see your obstacles as opportunities but just see them as obstacles you will never overcome most problems are your biggest blessings most of the problems in your life are your biggest blessings. I am who I am today by the grace of God and the grind and the grungy areas he brought me through and brought me out of. That's who I am. I am not who I am from my comfort zones. I am who I am today by God's grace navigating me through my challenges. The problems test. How well do you problem solve? And number two, resist temptations. Why would God send you someone who's supposed to be uh, um, um, tailored to you if you're still falling into temptations? God is not going to send someone that's tailored to you because you'll make that tailored made person a tempting force to you. All of a sudden now that person is, is pulling, not because them being having evil or stuff in them, but because you have not yet to overcome temptations. Because if you have not passed this test, you will, oh, you will have an open back door for the devil to come through to affect that person's spiritual growth. There's a lot of relationships right now that, that, that women or men have left the back door open open for the devil and it ain't even aware of it and the devil can come in through that back door come in through that angle of the relationship cause unnecessary drama and issues to sabotage it if you're not able to resist temptations now you're going to always find your relationships tainted number six the sixth test is the patience test the patience test is can you suffer long one of the fruits of the spirit is long suffering patience is a virtue um when you like a video game or or a program, if you cut the game off, if you cut the computer off before it finished loading, you have the opportunity or you will uh, pose a threat to the system. Meaning that if you cut something off before it has finished loading, you can damage the whole system. What happens to most people, they through impulsiveness and impatience, jump out at 70% loading. Then all of a sudden they have all, now they, by them jumping at the 70% marker, that 30% that should have been loaded is missing. 5% of a thing missing can really affect the marriage, can really affect ministry, can it really affect the next level. Therefore, you got to examine, man, am I doing things right now through impulsiveness, through impatienceness? Am I setting myself up because I have yet to pass 30% of my testing? Many people think they're ready because they're 70% loaded. 70% is not enough. You got to make sure you say, I'm going to sit here and I'm allow patience to work on me. I'm going to be a patient of patience. I'm going to be a patient brought into 
a room of doctor patients and I'm allowed patients to work on me and prepare me, helping me to suffer long because long suffering gives you the ability to have grace. Grace is grace flows through the eye lens of empathy. When you have experience and you understand the experience, you can now have empathy. But if all you have is education, you won't have empathy. You will just have expectations. Anybody's educated on marriage. Anybody can be educated on, on, on anything in life. But until you experience the components of it and experience God, you won't have the empathy when it's time to be there. But most people just only have expectations. I want to be married now. I don't care. I don't care. I got these expectations, but no experience. They haven't experienced, um, what patience has to offer. They don't know what it means to suffer long because when you're married in ministry and business and management, wherever people are going to test your patience. But if you have not allowed patience to prove itself in you, you're going to be proven uh, uh, unable to, uh, to be thorough, effective, efficient, and, and, and long lasting. The goal is not just getting there. The goal is thriving there and living there for legacy purposes. I don't just want to get married and be divorced in my third year. No, I didn't just want to, I don't work for something to just get it. I work for something so that I can keep it. And patience is one of the greatest uh, uh, factors in that. Last but not least, and I may add another one. Another one just popped up in me. So it'll probably be eight tests. Number seven, the purity test. The purity test. Are you able to abstain from temptations for a long period of time, lustful temptations for a period of time. Are you able to abstain from uh, uh, impure lifestyles? You see what I'm saying? And and you got to understand, like, listen, it's important to maintain sexual purity. It's important to do so because one sin that sins against you is sexual sins. It's impure things like addictions, uh, abuses, uh, wounds. We're talking about being holistically pure. I think I have that here. For a long period of time, I have some other points there, but am I able to walk in purity? And, and purity is 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 um is is something that you can walk in. It, it comes from the Holy Spirit. It's like, am I able to withstand? See, you're not able to withstand when you just look at sin just as sin. You got to see sin for what it really is. You got to see sin for what's really in sin. You see what I'm saying? And when you see the 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 um, wages of death. And the, uh, as far as the wages of sin is death, you will stay away from it knowing that I want to remain pure and be pure so that when I walk into this relationship, this person doesn't have to be compared to previous partners. Even if there were previous partners, you have already been pruned of those soul ties. And no matter how many bodies you have in the past, you're able to walk as a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. Last but not least, a surprise test, the prosperity test. How are you with your finances? Listen, you got to be able to manage money now. If you can't take care of a dollar, God won't give you 10. If you can't take care of 10, he won't give you 100. If you can't take care of 100, you definitely won't get 1,000. If you can't take care of 1,000, you can't get 10. Can't take care of 10,000, you won't get 100,000. If you can't take care of 100,000, you won't get a million. God is a God of stewardship. God will throw you a bag to see how you manage that bag. And when you don't manage that bag well, it's not that God is withholding opportunities from you. It's your lack of discipline that will. Are you able to pass the process? prosperity test because the two tests that most people fail at that cause divorces is the purity test and the prosperity test. These seven tests, my singles, my friends, 
um, is, is very important. Um, they're not, they're not exhaustive. They're not something that you can't do. This is something the Holy Spirit, you can't do it in your own effort, but the Holy Spirit will put you through these tests because he will not give you his best until you have passed and honors these tests. And I have activities for you that I want you to go through today for this uh, daily play. I want you to examine your exam taking ability and preparation. Utilize the worksheet below to grade yourself. Go to my website, imunplugged.com forward slash worksheet, and you're able to get this activity. I have all seven tests, and I want you to circle which grade from A um, to F, and I want you to um, grade yourself and why the grade above, and what change do you need to make to get an A grade in that area? And I think I have just a reflection sheet up on that, but I... Hope this was a blessing to you. I hope you got something from it. You know I love you. You know my goal is to equip you, not just to edify you, not just to encourage you, but to with those things, equip you for the work that God has for you. So go to my website, get that worksheet. I pray it helps you and I love you. And um, I think that's it. But the one book that will help you guys, I want to make sure I plug this in. It's The Purpose of Singleness. This book right here is, a, is man, it's powerful. Make sure you get this book on Amazon. You go to my website right now and get that book. I am on plug.com until next time run to play well my friends i love you peace